0: What is up DC Chi Alpha? If you don't know who I am, my name is Grace Hitchens and I am a senior at American University. I've been a part of Chi Alpha for all four years of my undergrad and am currently a life group leader. Today i want to be talking about things I've learned during my time in Chi Alpha and as a life group leader. There's always more to walking with Jesus than we think, even if We think we know something about one aspect of our faith, we take another step and realize we're only scratching the surface. For the longest time, I thought going to church, reading my Bible a couple times a week, and praying once before bed was sufficient. And I promise you, it's not. Basic levels of faith won't take you to do incredible things with and for God. I pray that this sermon is an encouragement for you all to take another step and go deeper in your faith. So today I'm going to be talking about authentic faith. What does that look like? What does that mean? And why should we care? (laughs) 2 Corinthians 3 verses 17 and 18 in the New Living Translation says, For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord and the Lord, who is the spirit, makes us more and more like him as we're changed into his glorious image. If you've ever seen a veil, you know, it's a piece of fabric that covers your face and you can see out it, but everything's a little blurry and it's not as clear as it would be if you weren't wearing the veil. A prayer that I've been praying a lot recently is that God would remove the veil from my eyes and from my heart and that I would be able to see more of how he's working in my life and working in the lives of those around me. I hope that as Glenn and I preach tonight that the veil would be lifted from your eyes and your hearts and that you'd be encouraged to learn something more um, and understand more about our faith. So authentic faith, what is it all about? Well first, Authentic faith is effortless. Now, even though this is the first bullet point, that doesn't mean it's the easiest. It's definitely a lot of work. It's a lot of work to get to a place where rescheduling your day to prioritize spending time with Jesus and prayer is effortless and easy. Pastor Kira, one of the lead pastors at my church here in California once said, it's so much work to pretend you know how to pray if you aren't a prayer. It took me back to when I didn't like to pray out loud. Talking to my Creator, the lover of my soul, was stressful because I cared way too much about what the people around me thought. I thought I had to use big words and sound very eloquent and knowledgeable, and that's not true at all. I think God could honestly care less if we use big words or not. Prayer is simply a conversation with God. And as my relationship with Jesus grew deeper and stronger, I found that prayer came more effortlessly. When you spend time with someone you, you know more about them, more about what they like and what they dislike, and if you've ever had those moments where you're either catching up with an old friend or a relative, but you haven't seen them in a while or talked to them in a while, and it's just kind of uncomfortable when you meet up and you sit down and it's just awkward. You don't know what they've been up to, you know, what they've been. So, you know, you just sit there and you're like, so, hey, like, the weather's nice out. And it's just really awkward. For the longest time, that's what it felt like for God and me. I felt distant because I would talk at God, but I wouldn't listen because I wouldn't know what to listen for. I, if I hadn't built that relationship that was genuine and deep, I think I still would be stuck there. Second, authentic faith leads you to desire more of God and more of the Holy Spirit. When you experience the goodness and kindness of God, it leads you to desire him more. One prominent theme during 2020 was disappointment. Disappointment in what was, disappointment in what could have been, and disappointment in what was. It felt that disappointment was all consuming and everything that I worked for and I'd hoped for was crumbling. I feel like many of you can relate. Something I had to learn was to run to God and not only just run to him, but run to him first. When consumed with disappointment, it's an opportunity to take our eyes off of our problems and what's going wrong and turn our eyes upon Jesus. Isaiah 40 verses 28 to 31 in the new living translation says, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is an everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weary or weak. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. God, the creator of the earth, is the one who gives us strength. He will sustain us in the good, and he will sustain us in the bad. It may not be your first instinct to run to God, but he's our comforter, and he cares for us so deeply. Third, authentic faith puts God first. You prioritize what's important to you. For the longest time, I was convinced that my overly busy schedule was filled with the important things. And... I use the excuse that God knows my heart, which is true, but I use it as an excuse to not spend time with Him or not read my Bible or pray, and that is a lame excuse. (laughs) I believe it was my first semester sophomore year when I decided to tithe my time with Chi Alpha for Lent. Tithing your time just means spending two and a half hours a day with God. Um, It doesn't have to be reading your Bible for two and a half hours straight or praying for two and a half hours straight, but just spending two hours and 30 minutes intentionally with Jesus throughout the day. That could be listening to a sermon while you're cooking a meal or listening to worship music while you work out, but tithing 10% of your day to spend with Jesus. The first day, I started off strong. I did a 30-minute devotional in the morning, which... Was much longer than I had been doing. Um, We had a prayer meeting in our spiritual life center at American after. Um, So I went to that, and as I was praying, I got kind of overwhelmed and I started tearing up because the prayer just came out seemingly effortlessly. Um, It was so beautiful, and that is what I had wanted for so long with God, but I didn't know how to get there. I'd experienced the fruits of spending time with Jesus firsthand and I absolutely loved it. I hadn't been living a life that was aligned with the Holy Spirit and so I didn't know what that could look like until that moment. Putting God first also means putting His desires before our own. It means saying no to the things that we know are wrong and against His will. I learned that prayer is the best way to get your heart shifted from the things of the world towards the things of Jesus. When you have an authentic faith, you understand why God desires certain things and it becomes easier to follow them. If I could leave you with advice that I would leave my freshman year self, it would be prioritize Jesus. Prioritize Jesus, prioritize community, prioritize worship, and it will change your life, I promise you. Being a Christian is not easy, but it is so, so worth it. Go to weekly worship every week, go to a life group every week, find a local church, and don't just go, but like serve, get plugged in. Don't just check off the boxes to show or say that you're a Christian. Pursue an authentic relationship with Jesus. We are created for a genuine relationship with Him, And He's waiting for you with arms wide open, and he can't wait to embrace you In case you haven't heard it today. God loves you and he doesn't just love you. He is in love with you It's not some cute kind of love. It's a genuine deep authentic love and I pray that you never forget that So dear God, thank you for this time we get to come together and learn more about your word. I pray that as we finish this semester and head into the summer, that we would continue to pursue you above all else, that we would pursue community and worship and just be a part of what you're doing, God. So I thank you and I pray that you would just continue to reveal yourself to us. We love you, we trust you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.